Hello, and welcome to the first ever edition of the Italian Threat Intelligence Weekly Podcast. Formerly the Cypher Security Podcast, my name is Natalie Page, and I am a Threat Intelligence Analyst at Talion. And here is our InfoSec news for the week commencing the 8th of February 2021. First up this week, security researchers found that remote desktop protocol attacks surged by 768% in 2020. This comes as no surprise after our global attempt to fight COVID-19 last year by moving most organisations to a remote working setup. In total, 29 billion RDP attack attempts were detected in 2020, with attackers looking to infiltrate networks to retrieve sensitive information or deploy malicious tooling onto the network. One of the top infiltration methods of 2020 for ransomware was RDP. It was recorded that nearly 47% of attacks observed last year utilised the method, showing just how important RDP security shall be for organisations working remotely in 2021. What's encouraging about the statistic is that in quarter four, we saw a slower growth in the number of these attacks, suggesting organisations have enhanced their security for remote users. But this also could be the result of it being the Christmas period and cyber criminals taking a break to enjoy the festive period. As we move into 2021, we can begin to see a light at the end of the tunnel for COVID-19, but it's extremely sensible to assume that we still have a long way to go before we move from the new normal back to the normal, leaving the potential for these attacks still high for organisations who have not implemented better security enhancements for their employees. There are some simple ways in which organisations can implement better remote working, such as ensuring employees are utilising strong passwords, that two-factor authentication is implemented across the network, and that your organisation is utilising the latest versions of operating systems and software by ensuring patching is implemented promptly. In Florida this week, news was released regarding an unidentified hacker who attempted to modify the chemicals of the city's water treatment facility in an attempt to essentially poison the water. The attacker was able to access the computer system which gave remote control of the water treatment operation on the 5th of February this month. The attacker accessed this on two separate occasions that day, with the second intrusion being detected by a staff member who was luckily on the operating system at the time of intrusion and saw the hacker moving the cursor and attempting to access the treatment software. The hacker attempted to alter the sodium chloride levels of the water to a potentially dangerous amount, but luckily due to the operator's detection of this, no poisonous water was reportedly released by the facility to the city. The hacker was promptly disconnected and the water level set back to a safe setting. Unfortunately, this isn't the first time we've witnessed an incident like this and it certainly won't be the last. Attacks on critical infrastructure are becoming an attractive target for cyber warfare and retribution attacks and we are often finding there to be a lack of computer security implemented in these sectors. After an investigation was carried out on this attack, it was revealed that the facility utilised unsupported versions of Windows with no firewalls in place and that staff utilised the same password to remotely access systems. This careless standard of security is unfortunately not uncommon when it comes to critical infrastructure. These sectors are essentially handing over the key to a weapon that could cause masses of destruction. We can only hope that this failed attempt will trigger these types of facilities to take security more seriously in the future. 
And finally this week, it seems the creators of Cyberpunk 2077, CB Project Red, cannot catch a break as they fell victim to a ransomware attack believed to be the work of a ransomware operator known as Hello Kitty. It has been reported that CB Project Red have refused to pay the ransom and that the hacker successfully retrieved the source code of popular games, some of which the company had not yet released. While last year ransomware attacks against the healthcare sector escalated, there was a small trend in attacks against gaming companies, and this attack against CB Project Red follows months of criticism against the company after the release of Cyberpunk at the end of last year. Attackers also managed to retrieve information linked to business investors and accounting data for the company. The company have reported that there was no customer data taken as part of the compromise, but we still believe there will be much more fallout from the attack. The company has been in a lot of bother with them facing lawsuits from investors, claims that developers were forced to work unreasonable overtime to finish Cyberpunk, and leaks that journalists were silenced by undisclosed agreements that prevented true reporting on Cyberpunk's shortcomings prior to its release. While the attack could have been opportunistic, the amount of negativity surrounding the company could likely motivate a more vengeful attack on the company. Another theory is that the retrieval of the source codes will aid competitive gamers in identifying cheats and workarounds to aid them in future gaming. Last year we saw a significant spike in ransomware operators exfiltrating and publicising stolen data, regardless of a ransom being paid. What is significant about this attack is the refusal to pay the ransom from CB Project Red, something we hope many companies will begin to mirror. The issue with companies complying with ransomware operators and paying the ransom is that companies are not guaranteed any data back, they are not guaranteed that that data shall not still be leaked online, and essentially they are motivating and funding these operators to carry out more attacks in future. Ransomware attacks are carried out by criminals who we are essentially enabling to grow stronger if we do not begin to take a stand, as CB Project Red meaningfully did this week. That is everything this week for our first edition of the Italian Threat Intelligence podcast. Keep safe, everyone, and thank you very much for listening.